Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. All right, let me just read out this. Uh, I'm wondering, can you raise a topic in your show that has caused a disagreement between myself and my husband? Our daughter is 19 and she's working in a sh- or was working in a shop while in college and studying at home. She's been out of work now and on the PUP, our PUP payment, and getting 350 a week. And I'm sure she will get her job back in the coming weeks, although she doesn't seem too keen to go back to work after uh, being off for so long and getting paid while she's actually doing nothing. Anyway, uh, she still constantly asks for money. It's 20 here, 20 there, off myself, my husband, and it seems she has no value on money and spends it all online and clothes and makeup, etc., uh, I talked to her father and told him this has to stop as we are doing her no favours by allowing her to leech off us like this forever. I told her I wanted a hundred euro a week rent and uh, keep and and her keep and she flipped out and went to her father and said and now, uh, now saying that I'm being unfair to her. Don't get me wrong, I don't need the money, but I want to teach her life is not for free. And her father is not agreeing, saying it's his daughter and we have a duty to provide for her until she leaves college and gets a place of her own. I understand what he says, but I just can't watch her live a spoiled life uh, like this. And my friends have all told me that I'm absolutely right. I should stop feeding her pocket money and ask her for the hundred quid. Uh, she won't speak to me now and thinks I'm being really mean and my husband is on her side, although he is being careful not to let her know that and just says nothing when an argument starts. Am I wrong to ask her for money and to cut her off the pocket money? Well, is she wrong? Is, she, is it the wrong or the right thing to do? There is a point where your son or your daughter, even if they're only getting 150 quid and they're living in your home and they're 18 or they're 19 years of age and you say, ah, they're only getting 150 quid. It's a weekend job or something. Is it right to turn around and say, well, I want 30 or 40 quid out of that place? A third is usually the rule of thumb, isn't it? Give me 50 quid out of your 150 quid. Is that mean to do that? And they're going to look at you and go, well, I've only got 150. Like, I was going to buy some stuff. I need to get a new phone. I want to get runners. I want to get, you know, I don't know, something online. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Is it wrong to ask your child for money when they're not earning too much? Let me go to Breida. Breida, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Nice to talk to you, Breida. Is there anything wrong with this mother uh, cutting off the pocket money completely and asking for money off her? Absolutely not. My lady, since she got a part-time job, has had to give up a third of whatever it is she has earned. You know, so if it's 150, she gives me 50 or whatever that equates to a third, yeah. No, absolutely not. I had to do it. I started working at 13 years of age down with my dad. I I, I was there so often, he just said, here's a job for you. But I used to give my mother... I think I earned seven pounds fifty at the time, and I give my mother five pounds, and I was allowed to keep two pounds fifty. But I had to buy my pencils and anything I needed out of that for school. And but I felt so grown up, and but it made me appreciate yeah. what I have, and it made me appreciate as as time went on. Well, it's training you, isn't it? It's teaching you the value of money and teaching you that you have to fend for yourself. Everything handed to you on a plate. Like, I mean, the she. I mean, to be honest, with you, when I think about this story, she's getting three fifty a week on a pub payment, right? Yeah. And she's asking the mother and father for twenty quid here and twenty quid there. No. Ah, no. would you stop? Absolutely not. It's a spite rash. Yeah, I mean, and, and by the way, she's in college. I'm assuming her parents are paying her college fees, but probably. Well, yeah, my daughter now moved out at the end of December by her own choice. But up to that, and I'm still paying her college fees. Her dad and I, but. Like she, she still. I would repay. Like fifty euros covered, covered everything. Now, yeah, covered her heating, her electricity, her food, 
you name it, it covered it. Mom, I need you vegetarian. I need corn. I need whatever, you know. And um, well, I, that, I mean, that's what we all did. I mean, you know, when I was young too, the, the kind of in thing was to move into a bed sit and live on beans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it. You lived on beans and chips. Well, I mean, like when she moved out, it certainly has, it, it opened her eyes as to just how much everything does actually cost. Yeah. You know, um, I think she often thought I was mean even taking the 50 offer. Right. And, you know, I was kind of going, well, no, not really, Pat, you know. Yeah, I mean, and it's not, I mean, and the mother points out in this, how obviously the parents are okay for money. She said she doesn't need the money. It's not about needing the money. It's not about, you know, having to pay for her food, etc. It's about the principle of it. You're living in our house. You're now an adult. You're over the age of 18. So yesterday we heard them calling for people to vote at 16. So you're over the age of 18. You want to be grown up. They have to be treated like a grown up. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, you know, if you're sitting at home on your bum for 350 euros a week and you're not able to go anywhere, do anything basically because you can't, how could you possibly need that? Ah, she's doing what Ashling is doing. She's spending it all online. Is she? Ashling has those moments at night where she's Gosh. bored and starts clicking on runners <laughs> and things. And, and <laughs> she told us last night about a makeup set that she bought for two or three hundred quid that she's never used. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Or nails yeah. or something. Nails. And it was a nail set, yeah. For acrylic yeah. nails, yeah. But, uh, my, Fools and their money are easily parted. Sorry. Yeah, well, Niall, everyone, you have to learn to cut your cloth to suit your style. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I, my job has been severely affected by this pandemic. And by God, you know, it brings me back to when I bought my house at 28. And you, you, just how, how you realize. You how know, much, was, by the way, can you remember how much was your house at 28? It was £25,000. And I had to have £5,000 deposit. That's Irish. Yeah, my, my first house was 50000 and I had to have 5000 deposit. Yeah, yeah. I, but now people are looking and saying, "God, aren't you so lucky?" No, I wasn't really. I was only earning one hundred and fifty, two hundred pound a week for a full oh, week's work. So there's a big bit of a difference. <laughs> Stay there for a second. Let me go to Catherine. Yeah. Catherine, you're on Ireland's classic hits. How are you doing, Catherine? Hi, how are you, man? Good, Catherine. I mean, this little girl or this little madam, nineteen years of age. Now she's not a little girl anymore. She's an ad- a grown ass adult. She's and- a spoiled princess. Oh, spoiled princess. <laughs> right. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, she's got three hundred and fifty euro a week. Yeah, for nothing to spend on her to spend on herself. Yeah, please, can I have it? Yeah, while <laughs> her parents are providing food for her, heat for her, electricity, her internet, probably, and every, and probably her college fees as well. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I started working when I was seventeen. I was nineteen eighty-two when I did my leaving cert. And I remember my first week's wages was sixty-seven pounds, and I handed up thirty of that. Now it doesn't sound much now, but it was mm-hmm. a third. Kind of a what I was earning, and that was expected. Yeah, I was the same. Yeah. My f- my first job was fifty pound a week because I'm a bit older than you, I think. Uh, no, in a record shop, two years. <laughs> in a record shop in Edenmore, I was getting fifty pound a week. I was the manager of the shop. Mind you, I was the only member of staff. <laughs> I was so I was managing myself, <laughs> and um, I was handing my mother twenty pound. My father insisted yeah. I get my mother, so I had thirty left for myself. Yeah, I was working in a nursing home, and um, yeah, it was thirty or well, thirty pounds at the time. But now, as a teenager, we worked, we babysat, and I worked part-time. I was never expected to hand anything up then. But that babysitting money, you did whatever you wanted with it. What is the story with young people nowadays? But I mean, do you think young people nowadays, I'll ask both of you this because you're both a little bit older like me, do you think young people nowadays are spoiled? I mean, they don't seem to want to work at a young age. Yeah, I think so. 
I don't. Some I, of them, my some. lady went out and got a job at, at when she was legally allowed to do so. Yeah. Because, you know, I had all. She said begrudged to giving you 50 quid. But go on. Yeah, but, yeah <laughs> I know. But, like, she was kind of, you know, like, yeah. But like, when you're a teenager, you probably don't think of what everything costs and everything else. But, like, she was very happy to go out and get a job and delighted to have it. Because I always said to her, in life, you have to work to get what you want. Yeah. It can't be handed to you on a plate. You know, and she was, she, trust me, she never wanted for anything in her, in her life and still doesn't. But I wanted her to learn to appreciate what money is. And she's a great little worker. I mean, I'm very proud of her. Yeah. You know, like she, she does. What's her name in case she's listening? Jenny. I don't think she is. All right, anyway, well, anyway, Jenny, your mother's very proud of you, Jenny. I am very proud of her. <laughs> and, you know, she, she, and she, she had to help around the house here. I hurt my back when she was around 10 and I was, I was quite bad. It was quite bad for quite a bit. And there were certain things I couldn't do, and she stepped up and she started doing them. Good. I mean, I, I, the value of money is very important. And Catherine, I mean, do you have any children, Catherine? I don't. No, I have nieces and nephews who are okay. kind of in their twenties and their late teens. And how do you and how do you think do you work. teach children the value of money? Is is this is this how you teach them the value of money by being a little bit cruel every now and again? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because what, what happens then when they go to get their own house or their own, um, or to rent somewhere, and they think. I even said when I got married, I thought like you know, okay, my all my money's mine now, but it wasn't because you had to bills, pay, pay rent, electricity, yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most so of it's you, gone. You kind of you do reach it. That they need. To, I think it actually should be. I think it should be taught in school. Um, how to how to budget? Yeah. Yes, how to how budget. budget? Yeah, yeah. But the, I think yeah. the other thing that should be taught in school is how to cook and sew a button onto something. You know, a button falls off. Do, do they not do that in home economics? Well, I don't know, but the amount of young ladies I know that can't sew a button is just astonishing. Well, know? I know probably more older men who can't sew a button, by the way. <laughs> uh, that's no, but they wise, hand them to yeah. their wives. <laughs> yes, they have mommies and wives. Too, you know? <laughs> See, they never let go of the apron strings, they let the lads, do they? And, and yeah. by the way, you know, the statistics will show us that girls leave the house quicker than boys do, right? Boys tend to hang around a bit longer. Uh, nowadays, that age group is actually limit is going up. So you're seeing 30 year old men hanging around in their mother's houses, which oh, I think is God. ridiculous, right? But yeah. anyway, but girls seem to want to be more independent a little bit quicker. But, but we're going to end up with a generation of young ladies like we did with the men years ago, you know, who weren't able to fend for themselves because they left their mothers and went straight to their wives who treated them like their kids, right? So we're going to end up with a generation of young women in the same situation in 10 or 20 years' time if we start mollycoddling them. But I blame Mm. the parents for that, Niall. Like, to me, it sounds to me like that mother never made her daughter do anything. It sounds like... I say she didn't even have to wash up a, a, a pot. Sounds to me like the father is the one that's making all the decisions here because I think yeah. the mother's a bit cheesed off and she wants to do the right thing. But daddy's, you know, that's my little girl, my little princess. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah but then mommy needs to have a chat with daddy on the QT and say, you back me up 100%. Oh, you're out you the know. door. <laughs> well, there'll be no nookie no for a long time, you know. <laughs> Stay there for a second. Keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. Numbers 087-188-0008. back me up or there'll be no nookie. Hi, Niall. I was just listening to you there. And um, that woman that has the child that's living at home and getting the pocket money and the 350 a week, like, that's just mental. I think what she should do is stop giving the girl pocket money and... Maybe instead of giving her the 100 euros a week or whatever it is for her keep, make her save it so that when she does get back to college, she has a few pounds in the bank or in the credit union and she won't be relying on mommy and daddy. 
All right, let me go to Roisin. Roisin, you're in Ireland's classic hits. Roisin, how do you teach young children the value of money, huh? Well, I think in this day and age, they do probably get a lot more. But I I do think now if they're on like a, a full-time wage, a decent wage, yeah. um, and they're an adult, they should definitely should be handing something in. Like, it's, it's almost like we don't want to hurt their little feelings, you know? <laughs> yeah, but like you wouldn't be doing them any favours because they're going to have bills and they're going to have things they have to put money by for because that's just a part of life. Like, And you want them to fly on their own. You want them to be able to... You have to, to be a bit cruel about it, don't you? And I know it. Yeah. sometimes, you know, your, your heart is in your mouth saying, oh, God, yes, I hope they're all right. And everything. But you, you kind of have to be a little bit cruel and just let go, don't you? Well, even just say, well, listen... Like, you know, we handle whatever the bills are. We handle the electric bill, the gas bill. Do you know what I mean? You take over the sky bill there then. Yeah. Do you know, show them that it's not money for you to be going out at the weekend on because it wouldn't be. Because if you're maintaining the house and the bills and the food and everything else, like, it's go- it's always good to pitch in. Like, and now I think when they're working part-time now, I know when I worked part-time, like, from I was probably 15 maybe, like, I wouldn't have haven't have been asked to hand money in, but I equally would never have went to my parents for money. I was like, only talking about this the other day. I was talking about this the other day to, to, to Karen, and I was saying that I can't remember after the age of 16 ever asking my mother or father for any money whatsoever because I was always working. I had a part-time job or in a bike shop at one stage while I was still in school. Okay. and So I was always working, and I always had a job. So I can't ever remember asking them for money after that point. But nowadays, things have radically changed. And I find that children, not all, most of them are good kids, by the way, but a lot of them are leeching off their parents till they're 24 or 25 years of age. Yeah, I don't know. Like, we were, we were good. Now, we were girls. And I do think it's easier for girls to get part-time work when they're teenagers. Yeah, yeah, because there's a lot um, more girls' fashion shops and all those kind of... That's so there's it, a lot like, more outlets, even, yeah. Even babysitting and that. So you can have, you kind of have a little bit more of a selection, I think, with getting um, a part-time job. But like, I would never have went to, like, the runners I would have wanted or clothes yeah. or getting my hair done or credit for my phone, anything like that. I would never, I would have had my own money there for that. So I wouldn't no, have I, know, I, I, I understand what Ashton is saying in my ear now that men can work in girls' fashion shops. Would you give me a break, Ashton? When was the last time you seen a bloke working in a men's, in a woman's fashion shop? Ah, come on. Roisin, do, do women work, or do men work in women's fashion shops? No, I... I do you hear, do you hear do, a shout yeah. in my ear? Do you hear a shout I in my ear? I think, I think that they do, yeah. I'm trying to think. It's so long since I've been in a fashion shop with everything the way it's been locked down, but I'm okay. sure that they do. Okay, stay there for a second, because yeah. Lee, you're on Ireland's Classic Kits. How are you? I wasn't sorry. Uh, you never get away from women. I swear to oh, God, I have oh. them shouting in my ear here and everything else. It's just, you just <laughs> never get away from them. Lee, you're 21, living at home, Yes. And, and your mother won't take any money off you? No, she will not oh, take geez. it off. She gives out to me if we ever try to pay for anything in the house. So what do you? So how do you make up for that? Right, so she, when, I, when I went to turn 18, I, I went into the, the army. I was doing an apprenticeship in the army and I had an income and everything coming right. in. And I came home after my six months training and I was living at home. And, you know, I didn't have a job before that. So now I had an income and I went to whore and I was like, right, I have money now. You know, it's time to pay me keep. There's only there's only three whore me and me, me father in the house. Only three of us. Right. I'm the only child. I'm spoiled rotten. Ah, I'm spoiled. I was just gonna say, only oh, child. Spoiled, spoiled rotten. Spoiled. Yeah, just like Ashley here. I'm, yeah, and spoiled. And I know how lucky I am. So um, yeah, yeah, you offered so her money. Yeah, so I always offered her money. She told me she doesn't want it. Uh. She said instead, oh, I have a credit union account that she's been putting money into it. So instead, I took over her credit union payments into my credit union. So, so hold on, let me just. So she's been saving money for you. 
Yeah, she. I seen her those. Ah, uh, Jay's. You know what? You're proper spoiled, Lee. But go oh, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to tell me. You know. This is what she said because she doesn't need the money. She said she wants me to put money away from me for my future. Right. I want to move away. Or what a lovely know, mother. Yeah, well, t- very, very right. Irish mother. But go on. Oh, too right. But just I was just saying for that, for that, that woman there. She said money's not an issue. If she maybe done that for her, for her, told her take her money off and put the money away, and then when she's gone for her house when she's older, they then pay up for the money if the money's not an, an issue for her. But she should be caught to pay up for her. Or the value of money, yeah, the value of money. And would you, would you not have instead of say? You know, putting the money away. Say if you were going to give your ma 60 quid or 70 quid, whatever it was you were offering her, right? I, I know but, you're only on an apprenticeship, so you wouldn't be on a huge amount of money anyway. But but would you have not have said to her, well, look, I'll I'll pay the electricity bill or I'll pay for the groceries or something or, you know? Yeah, well, you see, we, we have the prepay power in the house and the prepay gas. And the odd time, if it's low, I, I'll just... You'll go and top it up. Before. I still get the earful for it, you know. I'll, I'll still get. <laughs> See, Roisin, this is what you're up against, Irish mammies. Oh, yeah, he's but hundred percent an Irish mammy. Yeah, but like, you know what? He offered though. Like he did. He, you know what I mean? Like he he offered, and that's the thing. That's the decent thing. Like it's it's nice to be decent. Like yeah. he offered, and it's his mom's decision. You know what I mean? She wants him to put ah, money for like, She sounds like the mother everybody wants. She's even saving oh, money yeah. for him. For God's sake. Terrified of her, but she loves me though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if you can help your child towards buying a house by being able to take the pressure off them that they can put a few bob away, I, I think that's a great thing. Yeah. You know, because yeah, ideally you'd like to be able to give your kids. Yes, I just sir. Auntie, auntie, you know, you, you brought up the point there about trying to teach kids how to budget and skill. Yeah. Um, a big way for me now, I know, I know it sounds mad, but this is from the younger generation. I'd actually learn how to budget quite well from playing PlayStation and stuff and games. Games, you can get currency in games and stuff like that. Obviously, I don't mean to bring PlayStation into skills. <laughs> developed, developed in skills. So you'd only a certain amount of credits and a certain yeah. amount of money to buy the credits or whatever it is you're buying on the exactly, PlayStation. Exactly, and that's, that's just the, fu- the, the future way. It, it was a be- I, all you're doing is giving young people more excuses to play PlayStation. Ah, but, but, but in saying that... <laughs> by the way, I'm with you on that. I play it all the time if I have a bit of spare time. But, but in saying that, I understand the point you're making. But we do need to teach children how to budget their money as well. So Lee, by the way, what's your apprenticeship? What are you doing, by the way? Uh, yeah, I'm, in, I'm in the Air Corps. I'm doing the Aircraft Technician Apprenticeship in the Air Corps. All right, and how long, how long is that apprenticeship? It's, it's a four-year job, yeah. So I'm now three years in. I have a year left, hopefully. And then so, what, uh, what happens in a year then? Are you chucked out or do you stay in the Army or what happens? Oh, no, I'll be, uh, I'll be a full-on full in the Air Corps working up, up camp on uh, the cars and stuff. All right, okay. Air ambulance and all that kind of jobs. That'll be, that'll Wonderful. Be well done to you. Well done. And by the way, that's another thing we spoke about the other day, that we need to encourage more young people to go into apprenticeships because not college isn't for everybody. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, because there are so many kids out there who are so gifted with their hands, you know, being plumbers, electricians, mechanics, aircraft engineers, whatever it happens to be, you know, and they mightn't have the best academic in the world, but they're really gifted with their hands. I mean, we focus too much on colleges nowadays. And yeah, it's wonderful exactly. to hear people going back into apprenticeships. And it's a great, I think it's just, we should promote it more. We used to do it when I was younger. Kids were leaving school after their uh, junior cert and going straight in to be, you know, a, a, a carpenter or a plumber or whatever it was. And I swear to God, it made such a difference. And I, saw, I, I have friends in, in UCD who are doing four-year, great and great points in the living series, and now they're coming to the end of their four years, they know what they're going to do. Not, yeah, they don't know what they're going to do, or they're dropping yeah. out after two years of college doing the arts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'd much prefer to be tinkering around in an airplane than doing the arts. Oh, but, I'm happy out. I'm happy out where I'm at. <laughs> all right, listen, Lee, well done to you. Good luck to you, by the way. I'm Good sure your ma's so proud of you. All right, Roisin, thanks very much indeed. I appreciate it. Hi, Niall Garrett here from Drada. I 
lived with my parents too for a long time and they never took money off me but when bills came in I helped out with bills and alright he helped unfortunately we didn't get the end of his message but he helped out with the bills generally hold on oh no there's the end of the message now sorry about that not even and stuff like that Um, and eventually then my father gave me a piece of land out the back of the house and I built a log cabin on it so I'm living in the log cabin there I'm in my forties and happy days of no worries, no bills. No bills, no worries. Nothing. Nothing. Just living the dream, is it? <laughs> Thanks. I was going to say he's living the dream, he's living the life, living the dream. Yeah, well, look, I think a lot of people, by the way, are texting in about the last topic saying that this little girl is spoiled. But let me go to, uh, I think it's Sonny. Sonny, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Sonny? Hello. Hello. Is it Sonny or Sonny? It's Sonia. Oh, Sonia. That's alright, I don't have a thing. It'll be caught worse. No, it, that was just on my screen. It said S-O-N-Y. I, I was going to say Sony first. I thought you might have been related to the technological giants. Oh, God, I wish. <laughs> okay, you're you're a home ec teacher. I am, yeah. And like we're kind of a... I have more boys in my class than I've ever had in the last two, three years um, with very few girls. But like we teach them like because the home economics curriculum has changed so much over the years. And we have budget planning and everything, but like we adapted that. If you go to college, how do you figure it out? If you get an apprenticeship, we work all their money out with them. Um, if they're going to stay at home, what they should be paying out, what percentage of their wages and everything. Yeah. So like we do a whole curriculum around that. So I think everyone should be doing home economics because it's completely lost subject. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more and I think it teaches young lads particularly as well and I hate to have a go with the little lads out there <laughs> because we're all you know hanging on to mammy's apron strings I did it myself yeah. how to use a washing machine you know what I mean yeah. simple well, stuff well I have them doing sewing like we have lads they've made hoodies this year and they've all flew through them like normally like you're looking at six seven weeks like they're flying through them no bother yeah. to them how to sew you know? a button back on your jacket again yeah, that's it. Like, uh, darning their socks, which they Cooking their own dinners. When we were <laughs> teaching them that, like, even when they started, like, what do you mean I have to thread the needle? And we were like, what do you mean you thread a needle the, the normal way? Oh, you want you, you to see me, son, you're trying to thread a needle. You have no idea. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're brilliant. And, you know, the budgeting is really funny because we, we do it really alternative. Like, when you go to college, you need to budget for your weekends out, but you need to keep a roof over your head. How are you going to feed yourself on a budget? And we literally go through shopping in the different places, Aldi, Little Tesco's, and we get them to go out and have a look at meal plans. And we See, lads are not as good at budgeting. I mean, I don't know about women, but lads are not as good at budgeting. You ask a fella to go in and get a shirt, right? He'll walk into the first shop he sees, pick up a shirt, like the look of that, doesn't even look at the price, walks over and pays for it. He could probably go into Dunn's and get the same shirt for half the price or pennies, right? But, That's it, yeah. But, but we don't budget like that. Men, men don't think like that. Women do. Because well, women, women do be delighted coming home with their bags of penny stuff. Look at this, only two ninety nine for this one, only four ninety nine for this one. And, and we do that as well because obviously we do sewing and they have to make an item of clothing. So the, the big question is why do we pay X amount in pennies and X amount in a different shop? Yeah. And we go through how they're stitched, how they're whatever, but then we go, yeah, but what are you wearing for? How often are you going to wear it? Yeah. Is it for an interview? Are you ever going to put it on your back again? Yeah. You know, so go to pennies, go to Dunn's, check them out, you know? Yeah. So look, and I think all boys, and I know an awful lot going back a few years ago, even it was like, home economics, oh, the lads find out I'm doing home economics. Yeah, and we slagged. Yeah, I'm a sissy. Whereas now I have them queuing up and I have, 
I think double the same ways. I, 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 I think we, we need to focus very much in the future on pushing lads into home and economics, pushing girls into woodwork, engineering, yeah. mechanical drawing, and those other kind of subjects which would have been primarily male. So uh, yeah. metal work, all those kind of things. So we need to we need to just mix it all up now because a lot of young girls are very gifted with their hands and they don't get the opportunities. A lot of young lads might be gifted yeah. chefs in the future, or and I don't know. It. And I, I think that's what it is. Boys have this perspective of home economics. Oh, it's a girl subject. You no, know, it's like, not. Well, no, do you no. want to go cooking? Do you want to be a chef? Do you want to be able to cook meals at home? Do you want to do it on a budget? You know, we sell... Yeah, you might want to be a fashion them. designer. You know what I mean? You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. You know, so we sell everything. We break it all up. Because not like years ago. And we show them videos of home economic class years ago, what they were and what they are now. And oh, everything. They're like, oh, right, because like it is, oh, well, you know... I love... You know what? I, I used to go to... When I go to my daughter's... Like, what? When I used to go to my daughter's parent-teacher meetings... And you'd go to the home economics teacher into her class where they had all the ovens and everything. I used to <laughs> love the smell of... You could smell the cakes being oh, cooked. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> lovely. Listen, thanks very much indeed, Sonia. Not I appreciate you coming on the air. See you soon. Bye. See you. Bye, bye, bye. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.